0: Like birds, um, because they are unpredictable. I feel I yeah. maybe I just don't know their behavior patterns death,
1: <laughs> but I I feel like they're unpredictable. <laughs> birds, they they are scared Oh my god! I thought I put my hand down. I thought I smacked the dog in the face. It was just a f- cord. because oh. <laughs> I would have killed myself if I hurt my dog.
0: <laughs> just apologizing to the cord. It's fine. Yes,
1: no big deal. No birds are birds in like one room when you can't leave and they can't leave no thank you i, I don't, don't like it i don't either but i, I can't just I, it is fine i can't do like um you know like butterfly houses too oh, like in a zoo <laughs> that's a fucking high. we did that years ago we went to the st louis zoo for my birthday when we were in college And all of my other friends, like a lot of my other friends uh, in college were like zoologists um, or some sort of like interested in nature and biology and stuff like that. And they desperately wanted to go through this butterfly house, even though it was my birthday and I didn't (laughs) want to do it. I still did it. And I had to I was wearing a sweatshirt cuz it's March and it's cold and I had to have my hood up because I didn't want it to land on my head and then Chris had to walk behind me. He held on to me and walked behind me because I was having a panic attack cuz I I love butterflies. They're so beautiful. I want them to stay away from me. <laughs> I can't do it.
0: That was so relatable oh relatable oh
1: my god <laughs> oh, we're recording Yeah, cool. we are
0: sorry um i just trip. recently found out that there is a a high school in la that is an la zoo extension pipe like a what do they call that um what kind of school, school to prison pipeline <laughs> yeah no, it's <laughs> school to zoo pipeline pi- pilot is not the the word i'm looking for um magnet school um, magnet school yeah and so, but like the focus is you go there and you learn about veterinary medicine and uh, biology and zoology and i was like what the fuck you that's my parents so cool. sent me to the worst evangelical christian school <laughs> that was so expensive and i had like a subpar education uh but it was religious um i could have oh. gone to the fucking zoo magnet
1: school right like i've so gone to upset. the zoo school I am so upset <laughs> with my. It's kind of like it's kind of like our um my alma mater. It always feels weird to say alma mater. I don't know why I don't like that. Um, I don't say that. That's like the thing that old white people say. That yeah, that's why I don't like it. it. <laughs> my old high school. Um, this like they started introducing these like academies. As we were leaving, I think it was like our senior year that they introduced the medical academy. And so like the idea behind that is you take a lot more like medically based classes. You have opportunities to have like like, shadowing sessions at the local hospital and stuff like that. But now they also have, like, an engineering academy. I think they have, like, a foreign language academy. They have a fine arts academy. Uh, I'm like, where the fuck was this when I went there? What the hell? That's how I feel right now. I'm like, Uh (laughs) all these, I don't know, my high school now – like it's it's wild working in the area that i grew up in because some of my clients go to the high school that i graduated from and like hearing about it is fucking wild because it's so much it functions more like a community college than it does a high school at this point it's so so wild (sighs) my my high school closed down
0: (laughs) And I and I and I celebrated the day that I found out. I was like, "Fuck them!" I have so much trauma from going to high school there. It was like mostly white, very religious during purity culture. Like, I don't think people realize like how religious I grew up. Like, extreme, mm-hmm. like, culty evangelical. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like the movie Saved. That was real. That's my life. Yeah. That was my my upbringing. <laughs> You're so well adjusted. <laughs> it's so well adjusted. It's completely. It's like, the other drama.
1: <laughs>
0: so well adjusted. Yeah, uh. <gasps> um, yeah I, we've been recording. Yeah. So hi. <laughs>
1: Guess. I don't know.
0: Should we just continue? What the fuck? Whatever.
1: Hello and welcome to Lousy Beautiful Town where we talk shit and people get mad at us for it, but we're too funny and hot to care. So we keep Uh, coming
0: back to this (laughs) (laughs) self-flagellation that is podcasting. I titled this room. What did I title it? Where is it? Abby Um. and Jess podcast when they really could
1: just FaceTime. Maybe this was white men's problem. (laughs)
0: That's how I feel about the world today.
1: <laughs> it's, funny, it's so funny that it's true. Seriously, I think we podcast mostly because we just want to hang out with each other where we literally could just FaceTime. But we are so self-important that we were like, we're funny and we have good things to say and other people <laughs> have to listen to us. i knew that we it's been a while since we talked and so we were gonna
0: discuss a lot of things that we're probably gonna discuss like Uh because we've been having like voice notes about it but i think i was like we should share with the world
2: (laughs) (laughs) everybody everybody
1: should hear what we have to say as i choke on my own fucking spit (laughs) because i'm dying slowly Oh, oh
0: my god yeah we, so, we uh that's why we we're don't here have,
1: yeah we don't have one sole topic that we're talking about we are talking about a bunch of different things that we've been wanting to talk about <laughs> together for the last couple of months um but have not been able to because of various uh both physical and mental health reasons yes. <laughs> on both ends we have been slowly dying yeah um Jess especially has been slowly perishing for the last several <laughs> months <laughs> Dude, so if you know. pay for us, thank you for yeah. Continuing you're funding to do my, that. my
0: medical treatment. <laughs> thank
1: you. That's yeah, that's really what it
0: comes down to right now. Yeah, yeah, truly really so, appreciate it. Um, yeah, I don't really want to. It's February. <laughs> I don't. I don't really want to do like a full life update mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. it would take hours at this point. But basically, mm-hmm. I'm doing a lot of inner child trauma work right now. So that fucking sucks. like uh-huh. legit. Like I'm clinically doing a lot of that, like through different therapy modalities, not just like, Mm -hmm. oh, I'm kind of working on that. Like, no, I'm, I am being treated. (laughs) So that sucks. Uh, I'm also having like horrible health issues, might have an autoimmune disease. Who knows? So I have um, three different specialist doctor's appointments next month. And I started going to acupuncture because I was (laughs) like, what is wrong with my body nothing is working um yeah so that's that's my life not great so i want to talk dumb shit
1: today (laughs) (laughs) yeah we posted in our or i posted in our patreon to be like hey if we were i don't know to record an episode tonight not no promises or anything um what would y'all want us to hear like what do you want us to talk about But please keep it light because we don't want to talk about heavy stuff. We're tired and traumatized. Tired, traumatized, working too much. All of which we will talk about, like quote unquote, heavy stuff. Uh, I guess like this is heavy for like some things are heavy for some people. uh, But like it's it's just shit that we want to gossip about and bitch about mostly. Yeah. Uh, Excuse you. Excuse me too. No, Charles. (laughs) I don't i don't know where he is he's somewhere but all of a sudden i just hear him go <laughs> <laughs> so, charlie come here he's probably in his room but that's okay. his room <laughs> <laughs> in case when- you forgot i bought a house the <laughs> <laughs> vacuum in the middle of it and all of
0: his toys surrounding it like it's some weird cult like <laughs> worship so cult. of the vacuum <laughs> uh-huh. And he doesn't like the vacuum. Maybe that's why. He's like trying to put things in front of it so it can't get him.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. We don't need. There's two of us that live here. We don't need a dining room. We eat in the kitchen or on the couch. So um, (laughs) Charles gets his own bedroom. Uh, It is all who entertains these days. (laughs) Right. What is the (laughs) entertainment? Ah, absolutely not. And if I'm entertaining, we're hanging out in the living room.
0: Yep. Yep. No, no dinner parties for the tired millennials. Tired, no. traumatized Absolutely millennials not. have no energy for dinner parties. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. So those of you who do that, I don't know who you are, but you're doing, you're, you're doing drugs or something. <laughs> Cause, I mean, we are too, but
1: <laughs>
0: not those kinds. <laughs> Is that how everybody gets so much shit done? Is that what we need to do? We need to do stimulants. <laughs> You already do stimulants.
1: <laughs> no, I, I haven't had. Dude, we're in an ADHD medication sword shortage.
2: Oh, <laughs> what do you mean? Shit.
0: Well, I know somebody that called like sixty pharmacies Jeez. and finally found some something because they had mm-hmm. a work meeting to go to, and they were like, "If I don't have my Adderall at my work conference, I'm not going to get anything done, and I'm going to be a fucking mess." And so, mm-hmm. yeah, I was the desperation was there. So, mm-hmm. yeah. I mm-hmm. I see it. It, it it's awful. <laughs> it' rough. Have, all of my coworkers have ADHD, and all of them. You can when I talk to them on the phone, I can hear the struggle. I'm just like, mm-hmm. oh my god, you guys,
1: <laughs> brain ain't brain, no more. Yeah, <laughs>
0: it, it's bad. It's cruel. It's yeah. yeah. In case you don't know what's going on, it's not just a shortage. It's an
1: mm-hmm.
0: it's a DEA um, inflicted shortage. Um, they've essentially decided that too many people have been diagnosed with ADHD lately, and people mm-hmm. they assume that there's drug abuse going on, and mm-hmm. so they have limited the amount of stimulants that can be actually produced and manufactured and sold in the it's U.S. so
1: fucking frustrating. So that's
0: why there's a shortage. Uh-huh.
2: <laughs>
1: uh-huh. They're doing this on purpose because apparently they know better than... The people who are di- <laughs> right, right, like the people who are diagnosing these people with ADHD. It's just like it's it goes back to the like the age old left handed example. Like you yep. look at like when there was an increase in left-handed people. It's not like all of a sudden left-handed people were being born. It's that one, it was getting documented and two, they stopped beating people in school for being left-handed at some point. It's amazing how when you let people
0: be who they are, like these very different ways of living and being come Uh out, And now they're trying to take all of that away.
2: (laughs) Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. (laughs) This
1: is why we're not talking about heavy stuff because it impacts our daily lives and makes it really hard.
0: Yeah, fascism, (laughs) y'all. It's it here at this point. Mm -hmm. We are there. Mm
1: -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. Yeah, I am very thankful to live in a state like Illinois. Um, That has increased a lot of protections around just a lot of things in general, but particularly around trans health care and also uh, reproductive health care and uh, and anti gun violence and shit like that. So I hear people talk shit about Illinois all the time. Y'all don't know what you're fucking talking about. We have made a lot of really good changes in the last like... eight years or so <laughs> yeah
0: that's true I mean uh if I'm living in the U.S. I'm staying in California like I, yeah. there, I'm not going anywhere else
2: yeah. in the yeah. country
0: and I live in uh LA where the LAPD exists and there's mm-hmm. so much like the I, I can't even I won't even that we're not getting into that kind of stuff. Yeah, we're not heavy stuff. I, I live where the L and work where there's a lot of LAPD while I am safe because of what I look mm. like and who I am racistly perceived by mm. the rest of society. There's a lot of people that are not safe here. And mm-hmm. um uh yeah. So yeah. I can't I don't know. Charles <laughs> is
1: whining and I need to go see what he's whining about. I'll be right back. I'm sorry. <laughs>
0: Charles is having a rough day. No, there's nothing up here for you. You can't have anything. Maybe I should do what Abby does and like when I have to leave the room to do something weird, I just have a little monologue moment, oh, but I don't really have anything else to say. Um, good, good. Oh, good. Abby's back. I don't have to entertain you. <laughs> what? I was having a monologue like you always do.
1: Ah. <laughs> I can't wait to hear it. It's not nice. (laughs) Or I mean, it's it's
0: not anything mean against you. It's just very like, oh, no, I don't want to (laughs) entertain
1: you guys.
0: (laughs) Good thing Abby's back.
1: (laughs) Meanwhile, I'm always like, oh, thank God, Jess is gone. And now I can talk (laughs) forever. (laughs) Because I love the sound of my own voice. I'm like, I'm too
0: tired to think of anything clever to say. (laughs) Abby, please come back. (laughs)
1: I need the interaction to bounce off doing, him. He's just whining at his fucking, where his food is. Like, I haven't fed him dinner and given him a treat. Ungrateful. So
0: ungrateful. That
1: man has his own room. <laughs> <laughs> and he dare whine at me. He has I got him a big backyard. And he um, whines at me. Nothing's ever good enough for him.
0: And does he love Chris more? Oh God, he loves Chris
1: so much. <laughs> so annoying. Why are they like this? I'm the <laughs> same
0: with my cats. And the, other than Hobbs, Hobbs is my cat. Like meowing. Mm-hmm. The girl cats love Billy, and I'm I'm like, what is he, he does nothing for you? I mean, <laughs> he does things for them. He does help me, but I'm the the primary caretaker. Right, <laughs> I'm home more.
1: <laughs> right, right, exactly. Uh Charles does follow me around the house a lot more than like he'll follow Chris around the house. Um, but like when when Chris gets he Chris is at work right now. When he he gets home tonight, like fuck me, I don't yeah. ever exist. Yeah, I think yeah. he's whining again. Charles, I can't it. I can't hear it. So okay, cool. If, then that's all that matters. Okay, well if I I mean if it distracts you too, <laughs> no, I can I can ignore him. I can tune him out. <laughs> I do it all the time. <laughs> he whines so much. He's such a whiny little man. Oh. And he grumbles at me <laughs> like an old man. Yeah, that's what. That's because I- he's French. <laughs> that's why. <laughs> i still what kind of dog is he i, I th- he's a Cavishon, so he's half cavalier king charles spaniel and half bichon frise so he's half english half french two things i hate but <laughs> i love him more than anything in this world so um, even though he infuriates me <laughs> um
0: so my neighbors i think i sent you this video my neighbors that live across the street um They're a partially Asian household, and they Mm -hmm. have a little fluffy white dog. And I always think it's so funny. This is maybe this is an Asian inside joke, but here you Mm -hmm. guys, I'll let you guys in on it. That are not Asian, Asian fam. All Asian families have this a fluffy little white dog, like Mm -hmm. all Mm -hmm. of them, and particularly Filipinos. (laughs) Guess
1: what kind of dog my in-laws have?
0: <laughs> a little white Shih tzu. <laughs> My My Korean family all have little white dogs. My Japanese family, if they have animals, which most of them don't because uh-huh. they grew up on a farm and shit. And I think they're tired of taking care of things. <laughs> uh, they all have fluff, like, fluffy little white dogs. I'm the only mm-hmm. cat lady, but it's because I had a white mom. So <laughs> <laughs>
1: That's Otherwise, why I'm, I'm having them. such a hard time getting Chris to <laughs> want a cat. <laughs> He's like, like, no, that's white people shit.
2: (laughs)
0: Uh, and somehow my sister is the bird lady and the cat lady, so they just have tons <laughs> Your of- Your sister them. is the animal lady. Let's she be real. So, she is so weird. <laughs> her interests are just so interesting. I love it. It's I, I love that she lives her best life. She really does. Like, she just mm-hmm. doesn't care what anybody thinks about her and truly just love does that. whatever the fuck she wants to do. She is free. it's <laughs> <She> is free. <laughs> do you
1: know how much therapy we have gone through to try to get an ounce of that? yeah
0: (laughs) she's like oh i just did i don't even remember what it was and i'm just like how do you just do that (laughs) how do you do things
1: (laughs) oh we are so traumatized
0: jess (laughs) i'm putting my sweatshirt on over the cords so because i'm too tired. i don't feel like taking the, the cat ears off it's too much work
1: i haven't unpacked my cat ears yet Oh my and god! It, kind of it makes me sick. I I know. Is that my mean it's whole... really been that long since we've recorded? Oh, no, because we've no, because we recorded You've... for the twenty 2020, twenty fuck twenty twenty two episode, and I just used these headphones. Okay, I re- I remember you using those headphones, but I yeah, I, there's not in fact. That's why <laughs> I know Not of nothing in like my quote unquote office uh, for. That we have in my house is unpacked except for like my makeup and i just go into there and i do my makeup and then i leave so it's stressful <laughs> and overwhelming mm-hmm. but that's okay all um, eating you're okay that's that's good good things to do is eat um do you want to talk some shit yeah okay i'm gonna talk some shit that's why i'm here (laughs) so there first thing that we want to talk about there is a writer's strike going on Mm -hmm. um and just in case we have to remind you i don't feel like we do just based on who we are as people um but we support any union strike ever (laughs) yeah uh we are we come from working class families Mm -hmm.
0: um i am in a union family like we are (laughs) pro-labor like Mm -hmm. yeah Mm mm-hmm I can't join a union, but if I could, I would. <laughs> Same. Um, I'm jealous because my dad has a great pension, and he's that's mm-hmm. one of the reasons why my fa- family was allowed to be so financially stable with me growing up is because both mm-hmm. my parents were in unions. Both were in Teamsters. <laughs> um, yeah. Otherwise, I would not have had that, that financial stability growing up. We w- yeah. would have grown up very poor. So thank yeah. you, unions, for- mm-hmm. Actually, giving people the American dream of just being able to survive, <laughs> right, <laughs> working a blue collar job—that's that was great.
1: So let's bring that back, please. Mm-hmm. More, mm-hmm. more of that. Yeah, I won't pretend to know the ins and outs of the WGA strike. Um, I do know like big talking points. One are just like uh, payment in general, because that's always going to be a thing, um, because the wages that they worked out the last time there was a writer's strike no longer reflect what the economy is like anymore um and another big thing is like residuals particularly for streaming like people get paid shit for streaming residuals um and ai is also a big uh ticket item for the union as well Again, I'm not going to pretend to know the ins and outs. If you're looking for the ins and outs, I would recommend finding a podcast that specifically talks about that. <laughs> yep.
0: We're going to talk about the labor. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Um. I live and work in LA County. Mm-hmm. And I have a lot of friends and work with a lot of people in this industry that are in one of these unions, mm-hmm. one of these big Hollywood unions. So, yeah. Um, um yeah, it's everybody's a little nervous and scared and we're sure. kinda like we might be on strike for you know, several of us, like cause if more unions decide to strike when it comes time to um I know SAG's um union mm-hmm. contract is up um I think next month or in July. And then the or I think that one's July and the director's guild is up mm-hmm. like this next month. And so there might be more strikes and then I might also strike in solidarity or when their union mm-hmm. <laughs> contract is up, which I don't remember when that is, but that's a lot of people in LA that mm-hmm. are not going to be working and not being paid. Um, and I feel like based off of like all of the local news reporting that I've been listening to, like in my local radio sta- radio station here, it seems like the and i think people on in the industry like on twitter have commented on this too but it, it feels like the studios knew this was coming and they kind of prepared for it financially mm. like economically they, they prepared for it to have enough yeah. content to like write it out and um they have a, like there these you know these corporations make have made billions of dollars off of these people's work off of these writers work and um, they they have the padding to wait this out <laughs> mm-hmm. unless there starts to become like massive like civil upheaval where mm-hmm. it's like m- I think multiple industries have to start striking as well. Like wow. I think it might get to that point, like especially here because yeah. they'll get the you know, the studios will start to get pressure from like the local businesses here that are the local like industries here that support Hollywood. And so. Or they might just like not have services. They might not be able to do anything. So, yeah, and it seems like it's getting to that point. So That's wild, yeah. So I've driven. I am not well enough to participate in a strike right now. <laughs> so uh-huh. I would love to. I've been. I have been asked to go. Um, I. I'm sorry for if you're listening and you were one of those people. I. I cannot. I have been too ill. Um, I have to. I, I go to work and I come home and that's it. Mm -hmm. That is all I do. And Mm I, I, I work, I am doing the bare minimum at work. So sorry, work, if you're listening to, um, (laughs) I'm doing, I am, I'm still working and doing what I'm supposed to be doing, but I am doing the bare minimum right now. Mm -hmm. Um, and if you don't understand that, I'm going to sue you. So thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Since we're on the topic of labor and Mm -hmm. not getting taken advantage of by your employer. Mm -hmm. Um, gonna say um oh so i've driven past several strikes just because the my the nature of my work i'm driving around this area all the time please Mm -hmm. if you can go they need bodies they need more bodies that's the biggest thing they're they're being where they've been really successful is um in shutting down productions is when there are more people there to block and make too much noise and all of that shit so Mm -hmm. that's That's what I have learned is that that's what a lot of people are asking for, in addition to whatever you've seen floating around on Twitter that are Mm -hmm.
1: from the official people in the union. Well, and to my understanding, too, like from what I've picked up from people, is like a lot of these other unions, um, like, particularly Teamsters and um, IATSE will like have clauses that they do not cross picket lines. Mm -hmm. Um, And there only needs to be two people to count as, I think two or three people for it to count as a picket line. And so like, if you are lit, you don't have to work. You don't have to be a WGA member or anything like that. You can just show up and be a body. Yeah. um, And you can, you can help prevent an entire day of production being ruined just from having two to three people there. Yep um there's definitely
0: back gates that people are crossing mm. like the way that the, the locations of where some of the studios are are like in the middle of the city where it's like there's neighborhoods and stuff around too and so mm-hmm. like there there are multiple entrances <laughs> and yeah there's multiple <laughs> gates that you need to go and like get in front of um and um yeah they 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 just it's not even just like preventing people from getting in but it's being mm-hmm. fucking loud and disruptive mm-hmm. and just um civil disobedience <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like just be fucking disruptive like that's uh-huh. what that's what this is um so if you don't know um the WGA has asked not to cancel your streaming services mm-hmm. um because there's residuals involved there's um like production timing involved like it's not going to do anything and also like that money that they they, that helps pay the writers what they're currently Mm -hmm. could make money off of right now and they need all the money they need all the income they can get so right now so don't Mm -hmm. cancel anything yet until they say so because um, we don't just boycott things because we feel like that's the moral thing to do. That right. is moral panic. That is you acting out of guilt. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. That you have to participate in this system because we're all stuck participating in the system. Um, but yeah, um, just calm down and just wait. Um, mm-hmm. It's a waiting game. Mm-hmm. That was actually yeah. a lot more than I expected to talk about this. So
2: Yeah, <laughs> honestly,
1: it, it was good stuff. Well, no, I'm, um, I, I wanted to go back to one of your points that you made earlier of, like, uh, studios have been preparing for this. No. I remember, like, hearing talk of people being like, do you understand why your, your big shows, like your House of Dragon, your The Last of Us Season 2, um, I just think those are just HBO shows. But, like, these other big shows that are going yeah. on, like, Strange why they aren't getting things. another – they, yeah, Stranger Things why they aren't getting another season until like 2024, or 2025. Yep. They it's already, because they've been preparing for this. They budgeted it in.
2: Mm-hmm. They
1: mm-hmm. and if you saw like
0: like some of the Star like the Disney stuff too, like Star, yeah. star Wars and Marvel, it's like why is Andor so far out? We were all like mm-hmm. what the fuck? That's so far away. It's cuz they were ready for this. Yep. They know. They wanted to have it already in a place of being in production where it would be either easy to not have a writer if you you planned on not having a writer on set it would be easy to do that or Mm -hmm. it like could be done yeah yeah i think they didn't Um, think that they were going to get the solidarity that no yeah
1: yeah there was (sighs) i had another point that led into the star wars conversation which would have gone into like disney plus i can't remember what it was off the top of my head that's fine um, oh, Disney
0: Plus is removing stuff.
1: Yeah. From Yes.
0: <laughs> yeah, they're
1: <laughs> randomly, they, uh, a couple of weeks, or like last week, I think it was, it was announced that Disney Plus was just randomly pulling a shit ton of their content just off, gone.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Like with no plans for it to come back. It was like going into the vault or whatever, which is that not, was that not the whole point of like Disney Plus? Mm-hmm. Yeah is to just have your content forever. I pay you however much a month. Mm-hmm. I pay them a lot a month because I have the Disney Plus Hulu ESPN bundle.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And you take content exclusive content off mm-hmm. that you literally cannot watch anywhere else right now.
2: Yep. That's,
1: that's, that's not
0: fucked. that that's that is our current um investor type board mm-hmm. of directors run corporation way of thinking mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. <laughs> um maximize profits yeah and that doesn't i saw a great thread on twitter today i wish i could find it i don't it's going to take too long that's not happening <laughs> um that was about how you capitalism and this type of corporate maximization of profits um, is not conducive to art and living right. and working within a world of art because that's not how art works. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, they mm-hmm. literally just don't understand, like, the whole HBO Max thing. Like, the people, they invest, like, the whatever financial structure that is occurring, they do not understand that you do not see your return on investment for several years after. Right. And it's like, what? <laughs> uh-huh.
2: <laughs> like,
0: that's...
1: duh like what right right. (laughs) because they want it now they want it fast they want it easy yeah which is why like ai is becoming such a big fucking issue
0: yeah so that's the other thing that we're kind of we needed to talk about Mm -hmm. (laughs) in this in this whole section uh about the writer strike is like we're already seeing that they're trying to use ai in various ways of replacing workers in mm-hmm. these creative positions like writing um art mm-hmm. <laughs> uh just uh, being like live action characters on screen which yeah. Disney has been fucking uh, experimenting on <laughs> through uh-huh. Marvel and the Lucasfilm stuff for years now since Rogue mm-hmm. One, right? I think that was the first time that yeah. they did it. Yeah. That's what this was always getting to be. <laughs> like,
1: yeah.
0: <laughs> it's Isn't it tricky. terrifying
1: to think of, like, how many people need to have AI clauses written into their wills now? Oh, everybody needs to do it now. Yeah. Yeah. That's like, horrifying. literally everybody, because, yeah.
0: like, we are on social media. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> and so that might that shit could be forever who knows maybe they'll put shit into a vault too but
1: (laughs) (laughs) like yeah yeah um but speaking of things getting put into a vault um i did not watch this show but because it just wasn't my thing um but one of the shows that was getting pulled literally six months i don't even think six months a, a handful of months after it stopped airing um, it's only season. And then it was like put on, it, okay, so this first season came out and then it, a lot of people really enjoyed it from what I've seen. The people who've watched it really loved it. There is like, there is a uh, queer representation within the show, which that makes my heart happy. Um, and then there wasn't really anything about like season two coming out. And then it was like, oh, it's just on pause right now. Don't worry. And then like, Right after it it was like, nope, season two is actually canceled. The show is done. All you're getting is this one season. And then Disney Plus announces that they're removing it from Disney Plus. And this is a Disney Plus exclusive. Um, and for people being like, oh, you don't know, some other platform might pick it up. There hasn't been any conversation about that. Um, I know you're trying to have optimism and I appreciate that. I want to hold that space for you. But also sometimes that optimism leads to telling other people basically to just shut up Mm -hmm. (laughs) so stop Mm -hmm. um with very valid uh uh-huh relevant concerns right right like again speaking of streaming residuals like the little money that people who worked on that show were gonna get paid anyway they're no longer gonna get paid for it Mm mm-hmm they're no longer going to pay for it, and that that credit is. I mean, it's not like it, that credit disappears, but like, how is anybody going to reference your work if like that's the only thing you worked on, mm-hmm. and there's nothing for them to go off? Of? There's so many issues with it that becomes an archival issue too, because uh-huh.
0: there's no no nobody in the or there's very few people in the line of production within film or anything like that. That gets a, uh, like their hands on the finished product that's released. Mm-hmm. Like they don't have a copy of that. They get like whatever step they stopped at, mm-hmm. um, and so all these people have the potential to like finish it. But like that's just gone. If that if they decide right. to never bring that back, that's just gone forever, right? right? And that is like destroying culture. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like that's mm-hmm. ins- like they want to erase the. I don't know. That's just very scary to me. Yeah. That's a yeah. huge red flag. Uh-huh. And this is the why we support pirating. <laughs> are, yeah, in the, the types of things that they're just deleting. I mean, mm-hmm. it might not be forever. They might decide to bring it back, but I really doubt it. It's like these diverse shows.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> one was literally like one thing that was going to get pulled and now they're like oh no we're not polling it jk lol um was a documentary i believe about howard ashman who was like instrumental in in the golden era of the disney renaissance era like their success because it's a documentary about a gay man who lived with aids
2: mm-hmm.
1: like come the fuck on we aren't stupid yeah Huge red flags. And thankfully, I did see a lot of like people who were in like the people who worked on these shows that were impacted by this, like speaking out and being like, this really fucking sucks. Yeah. Um, But then there was one certain someone (laughs) (laughs) who haunts my dreams, (laughs) haunts my nightmares, um, who had just something absolutely asinine to say. So fucking John Caston (laughs) was one of the main writers for Willow. And let's not mince words here. John Kasdan has what he has because he is a nepotism baby. Mm -hmm. Do you know who his father is? Come on. Uh, He tweeted the other day. I've been quiet on this news that Willow is leaving Disney Plus because I'm kind of into it. I grew up at a time when Disney movies were periodically re-released and not available to own. And it made them more special. I worry about many things. But none of them are that Willow will never be available again, either on Disney Plus or perhaps someplace else. Oh. Oh, it froze for me. Are you good? (laughs) I'm here. Yeah. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Um, And you never know where that could lead. Stranger things have happened. So grateful for all the love and enthusiasm. It's truly what keeps these words alive. Worlds alive. So basically what John is saying uh lucasfilm and disney have paid for my entire livelihood my entire life because who my dad is um and they continue to pay for my entire livelihood because i have a job because of who my dad is uh and i will continue to lick their boots as they sign my paychecks and fuck literally everybody else who worked on this show yep because i got mine yep fuck me fuck him he sucks (laughs) He is the worst. He yeah. sucks. He is the worst. I, Aston,
0: so many- I hope you're listening to this. <laughs> uh,
1: <laughs> I hope you hate listen to us. <laughs> it's like
0: Abby. I know that
1: person. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: um,
1: there were some people who were calling him out, but there were also some people that were just like, oh, you know what? That changed my perspective on things, John. And it's like, dude, don't fucking lick his boots. So he can lick Disney's—that's disgusting. Or they were just—they
0: were just discovering that John Kasdan is this piece of shit.
1: Just discovering that—that that
0: really threw me too because I'm like, hello. <laughs> Did you not listen to us when we screamed nope. about that last
1: time? <laughs> Here's the thing: we poured is- our heart out in
0: the second episode of this <laughs> fucking show about online abuse and who has been doing that. And now you listen. We, we have really said re- <laughs> we, have
1: we really said, let's trauma dump on episode two. <laughs> I have it written down. <laughs> But that's the thing, Jess, is that people will listen to us when they want to talk shit about us, but not listen to us (laughs) when we actually have a valuable thing to say, like warning people of other people that exist within this community. And we have been yelling about how bad of a person John Kasdan is for literal years. (laughs) Need I remind y'all how he and his little buddies harassed me for weeks. Yeah. Like
0: death threats, rape yes! threats,
1: <laughs> sexual violence threats. He called. me well, He liked a tweet that called me a psychopath. I mean, <laughs> I, I understand why he might think that, but that's not correct, and that's not okay to say. Right, right. Like, let's just sprinkle a little bit of ableism on top and be like, "Fuck you and your psychosis, bitch!" Right? <laughs> because I bet you that's what he was thinking and that meant.
0: <laughs> Jeez.
1: Oh. Yeah, fuck that guy. He's always been bad. Fuck you for not listening to us if you just realized he's bad. Yeah, that's why people hate us, Jess.
0: (laughs) Uh, You know what it is? We're fucking traumatized, so we know when we see bad people because our bodies won't let us feel otherwise. (laughs) (laughs) Uh And so when I get a feeling about someone, I literally mean my trauma response is acting up, Mm -hmm. and I can feel it, and I know there's something fucking shady about you. So. (laughs) we are never wrong and i don't mean that in a like we're never wrong we are never wrong because mm-hmm. it's what we're looking for mm-hmm. so right. exactly we can't help exactly. it it's a superpower and very
1: unfortunately in this multiverse <laughs> i don't want to talk yes. about that uh-huh. <laughs> um but yeah so, oh i remember the thing that i wanted to say about star wars we might have talked about this in our last episode. I don't remember. I know that I have definitely talked with you about this before. Um, no, because we definitely didn't because season three of Mando aired after we had recorded. Season three of Mando sucked. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I, you know what? I started watching it as if it was like
0: Clone Wars, like it was made for children. I and I and I enjoy I kind of enjoyed it when
1: I started watching I, it like that.
0: <laughs> it was still I not tried. great, but I enjoyed myself.
1: <laughs> yeah. I tried so hard. There were some episodes and some moments that I really enjoyed. Um there was a lot of performances that I really enjoyed, but the writing overall oh, is fucking terrible. The writing is so um, bad. <laughs> it's so bad. I loved the fact that Lizzo and Jack Black were there. Oh. That was so much fun. I will be honest and be like all i could think about when they were on screen was that's lizzo and jack black but that's a me thing not a not a them (laughs) thing um but i remember i was complaining to my friend jesse about the the season thus far and one of my big complaints too was the inconsistent episode times they were just all over the fucking place you would have an almost long hour hour long episode and then the next one was literally 32 minutes. Yeah. And I'm like, what the fuck is that about? And Jesse used to work in the industry and she goes, Oh, that's labor violations. I'm like, oh. what do you what do you mean? And she's like, well, you get paid out differently for like a 32 minute episode versus an hour long episode. This is why, like, Stranger Things, their most recent season, the last episode, is basically a feature length film, but they don't call it that. It's just an elongated episode. Big finale, because then they don't have to pay you the rates of a feature length film.
0: <laughs>
1: wow,
0: it's so
2: bad.
0: <laughs> wow, yeah, literally everything is ruined. <laughs> uh-huh.
1: <laughs> Charles, stop eating your feet. Stop that.
0: I don't know Sorry. if I can enjoy Disney things anymore. Like ever. I have, I'm
1: having a hard time. Like, I'm having I- a really hard time. I'm- That's not to say people can't. It's just, I don't know. I have I a full disclosure on me thing. I have a really hard time with all or nothing thinking. Um, <laughs> and my brain kind of has like a, it feels like it has like a switch where it's just like, I can tolerate this versus absolutely fucking not, and once it goes to absolutely fucking not, it is really hard for me to enjoy things, and I don't have much control over that. I'm working on it. Same, <laughs> same.
0: I have this problem with Michael Jackson. Like, I just mm. did not enjoy. I loved Michael Jackson like my entire life. Mm-hmm. I, can't, I can't listen to anything, anything.
1: Uh huh. I feel you. R. Kelly can't just. Oh can't. no,
0: absolutely not. <laughs> Jabs, yeah, can't. Chris Pratt. Uh, me and Billy watched something the other night that had Chris Pratt in it. And I was like, I can't watch this. Like, I no. just hate.
1: I, I hate him so much. Uh-huh. <laughs> like, I I in some regards, in some regards, I wish I wasn't like this. Because, I could like, to enjoy a lot
0: more things. I yeah,
1: because like some things like aren't that heinous of a thing for my, my brain to be like, no, I fucking hate you now, but mm-hmm. it does it anyway. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, And I'll talk about this a little bit. I want to talk a little bit about Taylor Swift later. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, And so we'll talk about that a little bit more later. But it is it is very hard for me to live in the gray area when it comes to a lot of like media stuff, because I also know that I I have a choice in the matter Mm -hmm. um, of being an active consumer. And if my brain goes like "Mm, you're I personally feel like I'm supporting something I don't want to support if I'm actively consuming this thing. And so I have to go, no, thank you.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um, I just, it, I think part of me, it, I just can't suspend my disbelief mm, um, mm-hmm. when I see them. I, You know what? I can do it with music better than I can yes. with, um, with like visual media. I, um, I think I just can't, yeah, I just, I can't enjoy it because I can't get into the show. <laughs> it mm-hmm. just it makes it really hard.
1: It's too distracting for me. That's 100% why I couldn't watch Willow and why Willow was not my thing. I bet you Willow totally could have been my thing. It is literally the fact that John Cousin worked on it that I said absolutely not. Yeah. I couldn't watch
0: it either. And I feel really bad Mm -hmm. because it's like I want to support like all of these artists and creators and actors that are like finally getting their chance into doing like things that like 10 years ago probably never Mm would have gotten the opportunity to do. And I'm like, <laughs> I'll just yeah. play it in the background so
1: that it gets the view.
0: So that right. <laughs> I don't know if I can actually watch it and enjoy it.
1: Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it creates a lot of discomfort in my body. And I know that discomfort won't kill me, but there's so much discomfort in my body all the time. Yep. I'm not inviting it for myself. Same, <laughs> same. It's really, yeah, mm.
0: It's healing is re- healing really sucks. <laughs> healing is such a struggle, man. Um, we're, <laughs> we're trying, like we really are, but it's <laughs> we're so tired. It's <laughs> just the fucking multiverse, man. Uh-huh. <laughs> You um, want to talk about Formula One, <laughs> please? I yay want Formula One multiverse.
1: <laughs> Except here's the thing: is I haven't been enjoying this season
2: very much.
0: <laughs> bored. Something That's fun. So boring. Drama. There was a little bit of drama, and it could, it was so exciting for a second, and then it just fizzled out. Mm-hmm. I want a mm-hmm. rivalry between Max Verstappen and George Russell? God damn it! <laughs> <laughs>
1: That'd be that. so good. That'd be so good. Uh, I, yeah, I just I. I tire of watching Max win every single race. I tire of the Dutch national anthem. I tire of the Dutch national anthem. I tire of the Dutch and it's like he he can start in fucking p12 and he'll be up to p1 by lap 15 i literally predicted that for baku we were watching the morning (laughs) after our friend's wedding we got up at fucking four in the morning to watch formula one um or six in the morning i can't remember what time it was we couldn't Uh, either
0: remember uh we did math wrong and i posted on twitter
1: you did math wrong (laughs) not me I know I'm bad at math. You don't have to pull me down with you. <laughs> but like I, I leaned over to Chris and I was just like, Verstappen's going to be at least at P2 by lap 15. By the end of lap 15, he will at least be in P2 or P and he will be battling with Checo. And lo and behold, yep. lo and fucking behold. And then by like lap 25, he's leading the race and has a 17 second gap. Yeah. I'm exhausted. It's so boring. Yeah. I don't want any car to be like this. Like, this isn't fun. No.
0: (laughs) This is how it felt. This is like the period of Formula One that I didn't really watch is when Mercedes was dominating like Mm -hmm. this. So I understand why. I get why everybody's like... Oh, Mercedes has a problem with this. You know, Like, uh-huh. I get it. I get it. But come yeah. on. These are like rich assholes. Like who don't care. They're going to be drama queens. Right. About it. They they want to get theirs. Um, But fuck Red Bull. <laughs> like they need no. to do something to change it so that it's at least competitive because yeah. I tire of being bored.
1: I'm, yeah. That's and so especially when Red Bull is the one dominating. <laughs>
0: yeah. Yeah. Okay. It is a little bit of like,
1: it's not my team. Like, we'll listen up Aston to a- that.
0: <laughs> if it was Aston Martin, I would be really upset, but also I wouldn't mm-hmm. be as upset if, as if, if yeah. it was Red Bull because I hate, I hate Christian Horner and I hate, hate Helmet Marco. <laughs> oh.
1: Yeah. Fuck uh, those guys. I hate them. Uh huh. So uh huh. It's so frustrating. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. And like, the even like the midfield battles I mean like they have been decent here and there but something that's been really frustrating me about this season is the fucking broadcasting. Oh, it's awful. It's so bad. Yeah. Like I there was like so many battles between like Charles Leclerc and Kevin Magnussen in one of the most whatever the most recent race was, I can't remember. It's been a hot minute since it's been Formula 1. Um and like we saw none of it. Yeah. And why? Are they? Why? Are they showing up on the Formula One app? No, we watch it through the Formula One app, and you can switch broadcasts between like yeah. the national broadcast, which would be Sky Sports, and then like the Formula One TV ESPN. broadcast.
2: Yeah.
1: No, no, like specifically the Formula One TV one. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I mean, ESPN just does Sky Sports basically. Yeah. Um, but on both of those, like you, you don't see shit because it's all up to the individual, like, vendor, if you will
2: um again capitalism ruining our sport
1: (laughs) i know it's so frustrating because like i don't know i'm seeing shit that i don't care about shit that doesn't matter um it's just so frustrating it's annoying
0: they need to get their shit together because i'm sorry uh, other formula one podcasts have said this and we're not a formula one podcast but if you're Mm -hmm. here because you are listening for formula one um they need to get their shit together because if Mm -hmm. you're trying to enter the American market (gasps) and this is how you're going to conduct your sporting events, you are going to lose interest here very quickly because this is a very big, I, I have not sports, but Mm -hmm. this entire country is sports.
2: Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, Mm -hmm. and there
0: is a high standard of entertainment value and competitiveness there needs to be. And this is not cutting
1: it. (laughs) No, no. And I think we saw a lot of that at Miami. Mm -hmm. Um, Especially with regard to, like, the spectacle of it all. Mm. Um, oh, these European boys were not prepared for that. And that no. that is on their
0: teams for not yeah. doing that. <laughs> like, yeah. they, you did them a disservice. <laughs>
1: right, right. Absolutely. <laughs> that could have yeah, been they, more
0: fun. That and,
1: like, also, like, they were, to my understanding, they were scrambling to sell some of those, like, big tickets. Mm-hmm. Because the interest was basically gone after the first GP because like you want to go to the opening event and Mm -hmm. stuff like that. And there, of course, were a lot of people there that were not there because they like Formula One. Yeah. They were there because they were sponsored to, they were paid to, or because they wanted to go to a party. Yeah. Yep. And it wasn't that good of a party (laughs) last year to my understanding. Yeah. And yeah, they're just royally fucking it up. Um, yep. I think it's insane that they are doing the Vegas Grand Prix over Thanksgiving weekend. Um, I think that's absolutely nuts.
0: And that could either be really great or really, really yeah. bad. Because a lot of people, I don't know how it is elsewhere, but in L.A., Asian Mm -hmm. (laughs) and just LA culture, there's a lot of people that go to Thanksgiving for Vegas. Like, that's a thing. So, yeah. And so I feel like people might plan, I mean, if they can afford to, they might plan like, we're going to go to Formula One while it's there during Thanksgiving weekend because we're already going to be there anyway. Um, mm-hmm. or it, they've priced everybody out and now nobody can go to Vegas this that
2: weekend <laughs> yeah, because that's what I worry it's going to be way
0: too expensive. So all the people who normally would have been able to go can't go because all the hotels have hiked up their prices. So I don't know how it's going to go. So it's could either yeah. go, go either way. Um, it could yeah. be really great or it could be like, they just, the whole town is just like bleh, because
1: nobody <laughs> can afford to be there. <laughs> well, <laughs> like, so yeah. I mean people. like that's. That's the thing. And honestly, okay, I'm sorry. I'm going to rib on some of our friends a little bit here. Um, We had with, and this is not just limited to like mine and Jess's specific group of friends. This also extends to like my hometown friends too. I had a lot of friends be like, we all want to go to a Grand Prix together in 2023 if we can make it happen, if we aren't going to get priced out of it. And everybody and their mother decided they wanted to go to Vegas over Austin. And I was like, all of you are fucking insane. Um, and people kept gunning for Vegas and I'm like, I, I know where you're coming from, but I'm going to tell us all now, none of us are in Las Vegas Grand Prix tax bracket. Yeah. Not a single one of us. And if you are, I am not yeah (laughs) because what ended up happening is these resorts bought all of these ticket packages and made it a hotel stay, go to the Grand Prix thing for ten thousand dollars Yeah. are you kidding me we were priced out of fucking coda yep just for general admission yep
0: yep they are Motorsport not has gotten ungodly expensive yeah they're not catering to us they're right. catering to the wealthy class and
1: that's not sustainable in the long run nope. because they don't care about f1 in the long run no Um, if they want
0: formula one to be successful here with like regular consumers, they need to lower all their pricing and stop doing that shit. Like, Mm -hmm. um, they, like Americans can't afford that. Like we're all
1: fucking broke. (laughs) Like, like, but like even like (laughs) 10% but even like NASCAR is trending. Like from what I, okay. So NASCAR is having a race in Chicago. (laughs) <laughs> is there a helicopter outside? Why is that so close? It's a motorcycle.
0: Oh, my God. Sorry, um,
1: Chicago, or, uh, NASCAR is having a Grand Prix, or Grand Prix, a race? I don't know. Whatever NASCAR does. <laughs> they're having a street race in Chicago in July. And we were like,
2: fuck, oh, that'd, that'd be, be really cool. cool.
1: Yeah. Like, it, they go right down Lakeshore Drive, which I don't know how they're fucking doing that. How they're closing a portion of Lakeshore Drive for the middle of an afternoon. It'll be interesting. Um, they do but it like, in Long
0: Beach, and I don't. Yeah. it's awful. It's fucking terrible if you live yeah. there. So it, it's going to make everybody really mad.
1: Is uh-huh. what it's going to. Uh, my, my one of my coworkers <laughs> lives like down the street from yeah. where the race is going to be, and she's pissed. Yeah. yeah. Um. But like, even then, we looked into tickets for going, like in just like grass seats where you're not even guaranteed yep. to be able to actually fucking see the track. Yeah. It w- We couldn't afford that. I mean, we yeah. probably could in the long run, but we didn't want to drop that kind of money on that. Um, the only like affordable option that I have seen, like that we were interested in is fucking IndyCar. Um, How much was IndyCar anyone? usually has, th- when we were looking at tickets to possibly go to the Indy 500, which is this weekend, cause we're not that far from Indianapolis. Mm-hmm. Um, we were looking at like grandstand seats for like 120 bucks a piece, which or not even like close to like 70 bucks a piece in some sections. That's doable. And we were like, that's yeah, that's totally doable. Like rent a hotel or get a hotel room in Indianapolis, which not my ideal way to spend a weekend. But (laughs) if I get motorsport out of it, (laughs) that's fine with me. Um, We ended up deciding to not go this weekend because Chris works the next day. And then also, It was just announced that Adam Driver is the the <laughs> yeah. guest marshal or whatever. And I'm like, thank fucking God. I can't escape this man. He's going to be in a Formula One movie. I'm, no. so so Pitt, I'm, so, I'm so mad about that. Throw his Brad Pitt. And I'm so
0: mad about that. It's okay. This is why I'm mad about this because I want to watch this movie, but I might yeah. not be able to because of the black right. and white thinking and mm-hmm. not being able to enjoy media by these really shitty men. Mm-hmm. Just really mm-hmm. shitty people because it's people, but right. particularly men because-
1: not that like Adam Driver is a particularly shitty person. It reminds me I of mean, shitty people on the internet. That reminds me of shitty people <laughs> that's on why the I internet. Can't with Absolutely. Him <laughs> Absolutely. Every day I wake up and I wish I didn't have to see Adam Driver anymore. <laughs>
0: no. Okay. What am I doing wrong that I can't see? Wait,
1: what are you trying I'm tra- to do? So sorry, I'm looking. <coughs> <coughs>
0: You're dying, yeah, I inhaled some popcorn that were in was in my teeth, apparently. Mm. Um, I was trying to see how much it is for the Long Beach Grand Prix. Oh. and I can't it won't let my the the website keeps freezing, so I don't know, but mm. I think it was around like a hundred and something dollars for like a day pass like for Sunday's race. Mm-hmm. So I was like i I would that would be doable, maybe, sure. Yeah. That's still a little high for me, but that I, yeah. under a hundred dollars for sure is doable, mm-hmm. but fucking hundreds of thousands, hundreds of yeah. not hundreds of thousands, hundreds of dollars. <laughs> I can't like, no. I don't know how people, I don't know how you guys drop money on concert tickets that
1: are like that. I, I just bought my mom and I tickets to go see Shania Twain, <laughs> which I'm actually really fucking stoked for. Yeah. Um, And, like they weren't tear the tickets themselves weren't terribly priced. And I also did it to myself in that I could have gotten those cheaper seats because it's an amphitheater. Um, and they have grass like outdoor seating for much cheaper. But I was like, I'm not fucking sitting in the grass. Cause you have to bring your own seat, uh, and in the middle or at the beginning of July, oh. my allergies will fucking kill me. And also if there's inclement weather, absolutely not. No. So I got a seats like under the pavilion and actually closer to the stage. Um, Um, and that was I mean it's not like it was an arm and a leg, but it was a pretty penny. Yeah. It sure was. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Yeah. That's a lot. I used to go Mm -hmm. to I loved going to see Katy Perry and Lady Gaga like when they were really? Yes. Because their shows are (sighs) so much fun. They're just so fun. I'm so jealous to see Lady Gaga. Oh, she is fucking phenomenal live. (sighs) Like I (sighs) she brought me to tears. Like (sighs) she's so good. Like you know how you know her voice. Like you know uh-huh. what she's capable of and she just I left it her. out. Yeah. It is so good. <sighs> Yeah, mm. oh, it's so good. Um, we and love she, somebody and who's she always, classically trained. We she always plays piano on stage while she sings mm. too for at least one song. And 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 that sometimes the piano is on fire and there's like weird shit. Katy Perry's really fucking weird. She had like <laughs> the poop emoji balloons like floating around oh my the, God. the Staples Center or or whatever the fuck it's called now, Crypto.com Arena. <laughs>
2: fuck,
0: <laughs> fuck <laughs> me. So no, it is Crypto Center or whatever. It's going to be Staples Center forever. I'm sorry. But yeah, it was, yeah, I loved seeing those two. So it did help that one of my friends was her tour manager, (laughs) was Katy Perry's tour manager. And so we would get either free or discounted tickets. But that's why I could afford to go is because we would get free Mm. or discounted tickets. So otherwise, she was was way too expensive. Yeah. But. Yeah, I miss being able to do that. <laughs> yeah. I miss being able to afford fun things. I can't. And I'm not, not worry about how much. in fucking forever because <sighs> it's like I'm kind of priced out of musicals right now, too. Yeah.
1: Yeah. They're fucking ungodly expensive. Yeah. It's so frustrating. Um I I need a I need to go to
0: Louisiana and get my student ID made while I'm there on
1: <laughs> campus so that I can use it
0: to get uh, into like the you know, the student seating that they do for like mm-hmm. musicals and and um like um orchestra performances
1: and fucking priced out of the orchestra more often than not too
0: same insane yeah i used to well i used to do the student thing that's how it -hmm. it was like every friday we would go in at like 5 p.m and get on a waiting list and then pay i think it was like twenty dollars yeah it was that's the only way that we could afford to go so but we did it a lot because we were like we want to see shit so that's how i saw um john williams a lot Mm. i would see him like every year because that's really cool. Of that. <laughs> that's so cool. That man did not look like he was going to live much longer the last time I saw him. So I still can't believe he was alive. <laughs> like he was struggling to walk on the stage. Like <laughs> man regularly looks on the brink of death. <laughs> I, I know he's probably fine. He's very sharp, but he's, uh-huh. yeah, it's, I'm worried every time I see him and like, in real life, I'm like, oh, no. John, <laughs> are you okay? Please don't fall. <laughs> like-
1: uh-huh. Uh-huh. This is different to um, the way that George always looks like he is on the brink of death, because when George looks at it, <laughs> it looks at it that it is his own choosing. Yeah. So- <laughs> passive suicidality. <laughs> <laughs> I
2: think that's that. one, of my,
1: one of our one of my favorite inside jokes of ours <laughs> 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 George Lucas's resting passive SI face <laughs> because it's so relatable like if I was not socialized as a woman and I had a lot of money that's how I would probably look at a lot of pictures too I just, and I think about how, like, Lewis Hamilton, bringing it back to F1, Lewis Hamilton (laughs) is friends with George's wife and holidayed with them after Abu Dhabi 2021 for Christmas. And just imagine, like, waking up on Christmas morning and you're happy. And then there's George Lucas with his (laughs) (laughs) best class.
2: You know what, though? Any
0: pictures that I've seen of him with his wife, he is smiling so big. That's So, so true. Maybe maybe we we just don't get we don't deserve to see him. No, that is for his wife and his (laughs) family. You know what? I love that for him. Yep, I love that for him. (laughs) I love a public sourpuss that is real with his people that he can trust.
1: (laughs) Yes, because that's you
0: exactly. (laughs) Exactly. Um, That warmed my heart. (laughs) (laughs) Or Lewis, Mm. like he just. I'm so upset on his behalf. Like still, like he was so Mm -hmm. hurt by that. That was Mm -hmm. just
1: and then just I'm also hurt from the whole twenty twenty-two season and the majority of this season so far. I don't want to jinx it, but we are recording on Friday. It is the weekend of the Monaco Grand Prix, which is so boring. What <laughs> <laughs> quali is going to be exciting? I think, but maybe not. I don't know. But you just have to watch quali, and you like whatever place you end up in quali. That's what you're going to do in the race. These cars are too big for this track. Now yeah. we need to retire it. I don't yeah. care if it's a legacy thing. Yeah, get over it. Or
0: um, you need to this the, no because there's so. Many many other good street tracks but they also scare me because like when there's crashes <laughs> they're scary. really bad and so maybe yeah. just i don't know though like I when there's a crash always at monaco Silverstone. like that's yeah the- <laughs> i love Silverstone. that track is so fun it
1: always shit always mm-hmm. happens there's always drama that's the only place i want to race this year i'm so excited. i really like coda too i really like coda because it has a really fun first turn I can't um and remember. there's a lot of shit that can happen on that first turn um but it- Whenever I complain about Monaco, um, Chris always suggests – like, gives the best suggestion or I think what would be a really cool suggestion – is like Monaco needs to be like a quote unquote legacy weekend. Mm. Um, It's not an actual race. It is just for fun. You pull out some of those old F1 cars and put the drivers in there. And it's just a fucking like, this is a historic. We're remembering, we're honoring the legacy of Monaco and how important it is to Formula One as a whole. While also acknowledging that the way these cars are now, it is not designed for a street track like Monaco, and it's not like they can change it because this is the literal street of Monaco. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Yeah, Um, that's a really good way of. That's a really good idea. Yeah, I think it would be fun. (laughs) They're never going to do it Um, to make money. (laughs) No, but like, there's no room for overtaking in this. The only like way things are going to happen or progress is if somebody crashes, which. The Grand Marshals at Monaco, like, they are on top of their shit. If there is a crash, it is cleaned in, like, 10 seconds or less.
0: Yep, yep. There's- <laughs> blink can you miss it. Yep. Yep. Um, well, you know, they're probably used to it. Because <laughs> there's yeah. all these crashes. Um, it reminds yeah. me of when um, Charles drove, what was it? Um, is it, was it Schumacher's Ferrari? That he- I think it was
1: an older Ferrari than that. I
0: think so, too. And he crashed <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It um, was, um, it was bad. <laughs> really bad. That's my only concern. Yeah. Is, is there like if fuck they up out of... cars. Right. But it would still be really cool. But,
0: but I'm sorry, but why are these cars? What's the point in having these cars? If they're just like shut away, like that's so true. You know, like let's let them. And that would be so fun for the drivers to just like to let off mm-hmm. steam and just like kind of enjoy the weekend without so much pressure. Um, I would like that. That should be the the beginning, or maybe, the, yeah, the be- the end of silly season. Not the beginning. Yeah, the beginning of silly mm. season. I, sorry, I don't know why <laughs> that was so hard for me to figure out how to say. It. So
1: <laughs> it was, and, um, it was Nikki Laudo's. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Which okay. also like makes it like way worse. Oh God, <laughs> is. Uh, is it is.
0: Charles, that's cursed, or oh this God, the curse of Monaco.
1: Boy. Um, so the speaking... monaco royal family is cursed. So you never know. Maybe he's a descendant somehow. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Because he is from <laughs> Monaco. Uh-huh.
2: <laughs> oh, shit.
0: <laughs> oh, that makes me, it, it makes me happy, speaking of the royal family of Monaco, that Seb is in town for the Grand Prix, and we've yeah. caught him on camera, and he's, like, run
1: away. He's like, no, no more attention. I'm not here <laughs> for that. Like,
0: I'm here for my friends. He's there for Lewis, But also, he's in the Red Bull paddock, and it made me upset. I
1: mean, it makes sense. It I understand. I, mean, I understand.
0: You probably... Yeah, they're paying for the weekend for him. <laughs> so he's probably like, sweet. <laughs>
1: uh huh. Yeah. Yeah, but. if you're wondering why the transition was the, the Monaco royal family oh, to I Sebastian Vettel, is there.
0: it's because
1: Jess and I have a theory that Sebastian Vettel and the Princess of Monaco totally fucked. Oh, they did. They're like they're such so fucked. good
0: friends, but uh, they're, they're, they have they're
1: such chemistry. They
0: do, and I think I feel like Steb has chemistry with a lot of people, and I that's think that's so what true. makes him so attractive. Is he's it's chemistry for him. Mm-hmm. Um. And um, because I I was never attracted to him until I saw him in a video, and I saw Uh him like talking to people, and I was like, "Oh, now I get
2: it." (laughs) (laughs) Yeah.
0: Um. So I hundred percent believe it. They totally fucked.
1: (laughs) Oh yes. Or and came you know close. What? chill. Yes. Yeah. Oh, and that's even hotter, I think. I know. <laughs> and you know what? She deserves it. Yep. Her husband is a piece of shit. Yep. <laughs> yep. I know so much tea about the Monaco royal family. Oh. We should do an episode about it one we day.
0: <laughs> we definitely should. Um, so <laughs> I posted in this notes section. I know we're already <laughs> an hour in, but whatever, this Who is our cares? podcast. Um, and that somebody tweeted a Twitter thread um May 9th. Um, was it May 9th? Yeah, it was Mm -hmm. May 9th, um, and it's Formula One takes that were completely wrong before the beginning of the 2023 season (laughs) short thread, but it's actually not that short. (laughs) I wanted to go through this and read this because this is similar to, like, our our 2019 self wouldn't believe shit. Okay. Yeah so the first one is um fernando alonso announced leaving alpine for aston martin a team worse than alpine in 2022 because he wants the cash to retire um he will have the worst time with lance stroll than he had with Ocon. Mm-mm. nope not at all that is nope. not that is not what happened he is fernando alonso is having the time of his life he is so fucking happy and it is so boring <laughs> I'm so upset. <laughs> it disturbs me. I wanted. I was expecting so much tea from uh-huh. him and his behavior, and just remembering what how boring and weird Lance Troll is. Like I kind of don't have the same like
1: hate for him as I used to. Yeah, I think he's just genuinely like kind of dumb. <laughs> like <laughs> he's just annoying and rich is what it comes yeah, down to. He is, but I don't think he's like he's particularly any worse obnoxious. than. Yeah. Yeah, like all the other annoying and rich guys in Formula. Exactly, 1. <laughs> exactly. Yeah.
0: Um, he's not yeah. hateable like Alonzo is in the city. Like yeah. Alonso's just so petty, but I respect it. And now I'm expecting it and I was mm-hmm. wanting
1: more, and he has disappointed me. And he's having a good time and it's ruining ours. You <laughs> <I> know, <laughs> I wanted some drums. That's uh-huh. what I wanted. And all I'm getting is Fernando
0: Alonso podiums. And and smiling and complimenting and it's getting along with like Lewis.
2: <laughs>
1: Smelling flowers? <laughs> <laughs> what? What is this man? What has he done with Fernando Alonso? Next thing we're gonna hear is that he's like engaged and gonna get married or something. Like, well, (laughs) because that was part of a rumor. He and his (laughs) long-term girlfriend recently broke up. Right at the same time that Taylor Swift and her long-term boyfriend were announced that they broke up. And then everybody, it started as a fucking joke. It was a fucking (laughs) joke. And then somebody posted it to Dumois and it took off that Fernando Alonso and Taylor Swift were dating, which was obviously so untrue, but fucking (laughs) hilarious. it was so funny because at the time, you know, Formula One was coming back and I was also in the midst of a big Taylor uh, <laughs> Swift hyperfixation. Um, so it was just worlds colliding in an unexpected way. And it was really fun. It was a good time those few weeks. <laughs> it was hilarious. Billy was mm-hmm. having the time of his life
0: too. Billy is a Swifty. <laughs> yes i know nothing about taylor swift she does not interest me but good i'm happy for you guys
1: (laughs) that's fair she's frustrating me right now so we'll get
0: to that or maybe maybe we'll get to that maybe um okay so the next tweet is george russell is going to outscore lewis hamilton in 2023 (sighs) because he is faster than lewis actually lewis better watch out that i added that um in sarcasm uh (laughs) george is fastest in qualifying Sometimes. Uh, Yet, Mm -hmm. Lewis got a faster pace and outscores him so far. And that has continued to be true. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't like George Russell anymore.
1: No, I don't like George Russell anymore either. He makes me really mad. He is a little baby. (laughs) He is the epitome of a British entitlement baby. Yep. And I, a bib, if you will. And I can't stand him anymore. Nope. There was once a time that I was like, I love George Russell. He's so great. Because I think it was, if he felt like an underdog at Mm -hmm. the time. Mm -hmm. um, And like a guy who was barred from the chance to prove his skills. Mm -hmm. And now it has all gone to his head. Yep. The fact that he uh, drives for Mercedes. He makes a lot of really shitty calls it does make me laugh when he says stupid things like oh sugar <laughs> while driving the car because <laughs> it's just like okay george oh so um, british and cr- yeah
0: cringy british not even uh-huh. like cool british
1: like lewis so- <laughs> <laughs> when i say i hate the british i'm never talking about lewis hamilton <laughs> ever <laughs> but i'm always talking about george russell yes, yes. <laughs>
0: Oh, my God. Yeah. (laughs) Fuck George. Yeah. He's just not appreciative that he is. He has the opportunity to be mentored and befriend the probably best athlete in the sport ever. And he is squandering Mm -hmm. that. And Mm -hmm. I hope he realizes that soon before Lewis retires. He better. George, you are on my list.
1: You were on my fucking list, George Russell.
0: On my list um next tweet red bull are going to be slightly hurt by the penalty midseason for breaching the cost cap and won't have enough cfd and wind tunnel time for development ferrari and mercedes will start to catch up to them
1: (laughs) see our earlier conversation about max verstappen having a second 17 second lead (laughs) that's like normal every race too that's not Uh even that
0: far-fetched like it was still really big but like yeah I
1: kind of expect he's had that. like a twelve second gap several times. Yeah. It's a fucking rocket ship.
0: Yeah, it's crazy. Uh, next tweet: Esteban Ocon and Pierre Gasly are going to start the French Civil War in Alpine once they make contra- contact. Uh, I, I was kind of kind of um, hoping for that as well. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I wanted mm-hmm. some drums, but
1: they're fine. They have, yeah, they've been friends, or not friends, but they've been friendly. To each other, and that makes me annoyed. What if-, <laughs> what if there's shit go what if there's shit going on behind the scenes and we find out later? Maybe they're saving it for
0: um for DTS. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and it was another thing. I don't oh. remember if we got a chance to talk about Drive to Survive or not. I this season was extremely disappointing. It was, it was so again boring. Yeah. We could have edited that
0: off of fan cams
1: uh-huh. <laughs> Put it on Twitter and made a better literally, documentary. <laughs> literally the last episode of the season was like 30 minutes long and it had a five minute tribute to Daniel Ricardo. Yeah. Because he lost his job.
0: Yeah. Um, and Nick DeVries was featured more than like
2: st- nothing I, who, about yeah.
1: like goodbye Sebastian Vettel. Ugh.
2: Nothing,
1: nothing. It was just what a waste of drive to survive. <laughs> honestly. Um, it, it makes me realize that whoever is running
0: drive to survive, um, is not on Twitter and they're not involved in they don't know anything about like the formula one fandom and what actually is important to us (laughs) and like what we thrive off of which again is really stupid if you're entering like the younger Mm -hmm. markets where it's mostly millennials and Gen Z and there's a very specific internet culture and like Mm -hmm. sense of humor and fandom like if you're not aware of that like we're gonna get bored yeah
1: I have said it once and I will say it a million times. Formula One is not ready for the age of social media no. in any regard. Nope. Too many oldies and mm-hmm. old white men in particular use
0: mm-hmm. it. And yep. <sighs> uh, I like this next one. I do too because this 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 person is now on my list and he's new. <laughs> um, Nick quote Devries. <laughs> If, if that going, is your it, real name it, it's not he made that up his name is like not there's no why in his name it's like what a fuck boy he added the why is like just let what me be different boy. not that being a formula one driver is different enough um <laughs> so nick devries is going to put yuki Sonoda's seat at risk and he will outperform him after his he he display in monza I had thoughts about this in that Uh episode of Drive to Survive, and I was very unhappy because I feel like everybody is racist towards Uh Yuki. And Mm -hmm. in so many different ways, there have been microaggressions towards him. Mm -hmm. Um, And yes, he is young and loud and angry, and he has no filter, but he is also, what, 22 years old? Mm Mm-hmm. I think we- he's a child. <laughs> and he's a spoiled rich Japanese child. Uh-huh. We should give him a little grace. He will <laughs> I think grow in hopefully mm-hmm. grow into a more mature, calm, rational mm-hmm. human being, but right now his frontal lobe and his personality are not fully developed. So
1: <laughs> But they let Max Verstappen be that? Yep. They let Max Verstappen be that. And why? Because he's white.
0: Yep. Yep. I don't think that Max Verstappen was forced to go to a psychiatrist or a psychologist mm-hmm. or whatever it was for his anger issues. If I, I don't think that Max Verstappen has anger issues, but
1: I also don't think Yuki does either. <laughs> right. <laughs> like, right? Feels yeah. racist. Yep. Feels very racist and it warms my heart that <laughs> Nick DeVries is having a very, very rough rookie season. He's crashed um, what almost every race so many times and finished P20 so many times. Him and Logan Sargent keep battling it back and forth for P20, and that also makes me happy that Logan Sargent is doing so poorly because he is a Trump supporter. So, fuck yep. him. Yep, fuck him hard. Yep, fuck those <laughs> Not that two. way, though. Yeah. No, um, fuck both of them. It makes mm-hmm. me, it it just
0: warms my heart when Nick mm-hmm. Devries does something fucking stupid. Because I'm like,
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: and supposedly there have been rumors that Helmut Marco, mm-hmm. uh, has. <laughs> told nick devries like you have like two or three more races to get your act together or i'm replacing you which is not unheard of for alfatari or red bull Mm -hmm. like that has happened several times where they have kicked out a driver in the middle of the season because they were unhappy with their performance um yeah the rich white boy Mm -hmm. Uh, the dutch
0: the dutch (laughs) oh we tire of them this next one um I don't know if I really cared about this in the beginning. I kind of was upset mm-hmm. with Haas with how mm-hmm. um, Gunther and and Haas as a team treated Mick um, yeah. at the end of the season. Yeah. Um, yeah, not really down with Gunther Steiner anymore.
1: You're kind of an asshole. No, again, with the whole like, I have a switch in my brain. Yeah, like, like, I, I got so frustrated and tired with, like, I, am I saying that Mick Schumacher performed flawlessly during his time at Haas? Mm-hmm. Absolutely not. Am I saying that he probably got taken advantage of a lot? through Haas because of like who he was and the fact that he just wanted to race Mm -hmm. and like wasn't getting the support that he needed from his team like that pisses me off Mm -hmm. that Mm -hmm. makes me really sad for him he was a rookie he needed guidance and help and like he had Nikita Mazepin (laughs)
0: yeah like he has a brand new teammate like out of like Mm -hmm. I I don't know like his his dad is like a vegetable <laughs> like the poor
2: right, guy he right. just, just give Come him some stability
1: for a little bit <laughs> uh-huh uh-huh like yeah i'm i'm not happy with how that all planned out especially like the stuff that we learned after the fact mm-hmm. of like like nobody said goodbye yeah to mick like haas just basically once they decided to not renew his contract they like they just stonewalled him yeah. for the rest of the season. And, like, that's gross to me. Yeah. Like, I know that Mick Schumacher is, like, my little baby boy. Mm-hmm. But, like, I would be pissed on behalf of anybody that that happened to. Because yeah. Because you don't deserve
0: that from your fucking employer. No. You don't deserve to be treated like that by anybody. Right. <laughs> like,
1: but, like, especially your employer. <laughs> yeah.
0: Um. I also just – I I – maybe if we're wrong we're wrong and we'll admit this later but i don't mm. get the sense that he's a fucking asshole behind the scenes like nick devries is like i get the oh that absolutely he's, not. he's more cooperative to work with and in like a much uh-huh. he's a t- he tries to be a team player uh-huh. so i if we're wrong i'm happy well, i've been yes. wrong but also <laughs> i feel like it was haas being really shitty um yeah. i agree so anyway, the tweet is Nico Hulkenberg is going to get destroyed by Mag, and he will outscore him. And Nico showed everyone why he is the Hulk. And I don't really care.
1: <laughs> yeah, I don't really care about Nico Hulkenberg. He's a piece of shit. Um, and he's performing really poorly. <laughs> yep, yep. yep. Uh, so Ferrari
0: will have stronger car in 2023, and it will be a threat to Red Bull once they fix their balance issues, since Red Bull will have a lower budget to play and less time and wind tunnel. Ferrari. <laughs> I'm starting to think the problem was not um, Mattia <laughs> Bonato. <he> solely Mattia. <laughs> I think there's a lot going on there. I think there's other things at uh, play, yeah. Um, yeah. and I'm sure Mattia is like, <laughs> <laughs> this is yeah. yeah." Was not just him. Yeah. Speaking of people who are laughing. <laughs> oh boy. Oscar Piastri's uh, move to McLaren was the McLaurin. McLaren. McLaren. <laughs> Sorry. I don't know why I said it like that. McLaren was the best decision and better than driving for Alpine.
1: <laughs> yeah. I mean, to be fair to Oscar Piastri, he's having a relatively decent rookie season especially in a piece of shit yeah car. yeah he's McLaren's the car is yes yeah and and has outperformed lando norris <laughs> which also times, makes, me really which makes me so happy so he's doing pretty decent for having a really shitty car um it's just hilarious that now they have such a shitty car <laughs> and their rookie has outperformed their star um, and they had to pay $20 million to Daniel Ricardo for breaking uh, his contract early. Yep. Uh, yep. That's pretty funny. Yep. Yep. Uh, Zach Brown is
0: the villain. <laughs> Zach <laughs> Brown is always the villain. I hate him. Mm-hmm. I hate him so much. I feel so bad, bad for man. Daniel Um I hope once he heals from this, he comes out with a fucking memoir or something. Cause I wanna know. Yeah. I wanna know. I wanna happened. know. I wanna know what happened Ugh. so bad. Yeah. Whenever, I, he probably won't do it until he retires officially from Formula One. But yeah, I, I, want, I it. want it. I want it so bad. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, the next one. Uh, Botas is happier is a happier man ever since he left Mercedes toxicity and he will show his best version in Alfa Romeo. Um, and then the comment ab- above the photo that's in this tweet is probably one of the most inconsistent drivers on the grid at the moment. What do you mean at the moment? He's always been like that.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He was in, but, <laughs> but I feel like he was at Mercedes, but yeah, that's true. But I feel like he's particularly struggling, struggling in the Alfa Romeo, but I also feel like a lot of that has been on Alfa Romeo. Yeah, it has. Because like, they have had a lot of inconsistency with their cars because they are a Ferrari manufacturer team. <laughs> um how many times how many
0: race did no Joe hasn't really been DNFing or has he? This season. Yeah. I don't so, think. Last
1: season he had a lot of issues. Yeah, he had a of lot of
0: example. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And that's the Also, the toxicity at Mercedes. Like, I hate this, like, projection that people try to make out of because Mm -hmm. it's Lewis and they have to find something Uh wrong with him and his relationships with people for some reason. Had this assumption that they, like, had some kind of, like, enmity or rivalry between them and that clearly wasn't the case (laughs) like when
1: they have shown nothing but like really getting along with each other yeah like Like, they still travel together yeah
0: like they are like family um Mm -hmm. it's it yeah i don't i don't get it like Yeah. yeah valtteri's not the greatest driver and again he's pretty inconsistent even when he was at mercedes and he hasn't always been the best teammate but I feel like mm-hmm. he showed up when he needed to show up in the at the, when at the end of twenty twenty one, yeah, and um, and Lewis seems to like him so. I think him and Seb are some of the few that he would actually call friends. Yeah, agreed. Also, speaking of Formula One, um, I saw this thing on Instagram. I'm assuming it's on TikTok too, but it was of, it's those things that they do at like the press tours for like, um, for like Marvel actors and stuff and Star Wars actors where they like read tweets. Oh, But this was Lewis reading mean tweets about him.
1: And I just felt really rubbed the wrong way about that. Like... I didn't end up watching the video because I couldn't get myself to do it.
0: Yeah, I just um was very protective of him from all the mm-hmm. fucking abuse that he's endured in this sport for his entire career. And so right. I was like, why are you making him
1: do that? <laughs> right. Like not only just by like quote-unquote fans of Formula 1, but like also the governing body of Formula 1 itself yeah. has harassed Lewis Hamilton non-fucking-stuff. Yeah. Like and that just has to be so fucking exhausting. So then yeah. to have your team be like, here, do this for content. Yeah. And it's he's like his face and it is just like why are you making me do this? Like
0: it, but yeah. not I mean, that's like a- also how Lewis looks when he has to do any sort of media. Yeah, that's true. He's like, Can I just like go be a- like be a person and not be this you know can you not bother me (laughs) i'm fucking lewis hamilton what are you leave me alone i know (laughs) i need to go work because that's the problem he's a workaholic and you're interrupting his his time to go assess that car and make it better Mm -hmm. and drive better so yeah Mm -hmm. yeah because when you're the only black driver on the grid you got to be twice as good as everybody else even though he already is (laughs) right
1: right Yeah, he's looking pretty. I mean, I don't want to Mercedes always does this. They look really good in practice. And then when it comes down to it, something happens. And I don't know what it is. But the Mercedes is coming to Monaco with new upgrades. This was not the ideal situation. They wanted to come to Imola with upgrades. But the Imola Grand Prix was canceled because there is mass. There were mass amounts of flooding in Imola. It looked fucking terrifying, and I hope all of the people that live there are okay and receiving the aid they need. Yeah, Um,
0: the Formula One as the organization donated like several million dollars. Yeah. Them.
1: And I know like individual teams did yeah. as
0: well. Yuki and mm-hmm. um, Alex Albon did some streaming events playing video games to yeah. raise money, which I was like, I really love Alex.
1: Yeah. <laughs> and Alex Albon
0: seems like a really sweet guy. He's so cute. <laughs> and he's so shy and anxious in front of the mm. media. So he just gets, I don't know, he's just very cute. <laughs>
2: he has um, so many
0: animals.
1: Him and Lily.
2: Has so, so many pets. many and animals.
1: <laughs> so many it's so many of them are cats. I know. <laughs> <laughs> um, but one of the new things about the Mercedes for this weekend is they have more uh they have side pods now. Yeah. And I'm so thankful because I think I'm not a I'm not a Formula One engineer, but I think that has been a big downfall of their design is the lack
0: of side pods. Yeah. So I don't understand why, but yeah. Does it has yeah. something to do with weight?
1: <laughs> yeah, I don't fucking know. Okay.
0: <laughs> yeah, wrong. I don't know why I'm asking you like you would know. Uh, wrong <laughs> podcast
1: if you're looking for I that answer. <laughs> almost failed physics in high school. So, um
0: I didn't pa- I didn't fail, but I also didn't pass physics the first time, so I understand. Yeah. And- my
1: my physics teacher passed me out of pity. Oh, so, that's nice yeah. of them. Yeah, I had to repeat it. I was upset. I'm sorry. My
0: professor was Indian, and he was not happy. He was like, "No, if you, I have no mercy. (laughs) If you're not (laughs) smart enough, you cannot pass." (laughs) Damn it! Give me a break. I was like working. I think I was. I was. I was. I was partying a lot during that time, so I wasn't coming to class. (laughs) I wasn't going to class because I was severely depressed and. Staying home from school. <laughs> I'm sure that I was also depressed. So it was probably yes, like absolutely. a weekend of partying and then Monday morning, we're not going to class because we're hungover uh-huh. and depressed and maybe Tuesday too. <laughs> and then also working. But anyway, so yeah, thank God. Um, So far, I, I started watching um free practice like right before we started recording. So I literally only saw mm. like the first 10 minutes of the first se- session so I haven't seen any mercy. I saw a little bit of Lewis driving during that, but I couldn't tell like if it looked better or not. So, um, mm-hmm. I don't know from pers- from from actually consuming the con the the race content <laughs> if they yeah. look better. But on Twitter, everybody's saying things look better. So, and then also. George plays like fifteenth and Lewis plays like <laughs> third in free practice. Yeah. And so um it, George I don't think has some of the upgrades on the car. Is that what it is?
1: Oh, maybe. Yeah. That I might d- be
0: correct. Um yeah, I didn't look too hard into it. I th- yeah, I can't remember. Um, but basically they're they're like trying to look for differences and so it seems like they're the ones that get put on Lewis's car mm. look <laughs> look good so far. So <laughs> But that's happened with Mercedes several times, yeah. where they look great in practice and qualifying, and then, but also Red Bull just you can't can't compete right now. No. Um. So one thing that we have been wanting to talk about very various, <laughs> various iterations as news and and drama have come mm-hmm. out over the last like six months or so is the royal family because. Uh. We love... We can't look away. We love that. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. We love Uh that. For so many reasons. But um, I relate to Prince um, Harry way, way too much.
1: (laughs) Yeah. You know what? I think we did talk about... Spare in our episode, right? No, I don't think we <gasps> started it yet, and we hadn't. T- we haven't talked about the docu
0: series on Netflix either. Really? Yeah, I feel like we need to
1: have like a full episode about all of our thoughts on that.
0: Yeah, I mean, we so. could have it now and just like, and edit true. this to more than one episode. That would actually be easier.
2: <laughs>
1: yeah. you that's probably going. a good yeah. idea. That's probably a good idea. Also, I did put an order in for dinner, so that that should show up at some point. <laughs> <That's fine>. Um. <laughs> um yeah, I didn't expect to like resonate as heavily with Spare as I thought I would. Yeah. Um wow. Yeah. <laughs> Pain. That poor traumatized
0: child. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. and just some of the oversharing that comes with <sighs> needing to tell your truth in that book. Yes. I understand.
1: I really do. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh-huh but... There was so much like it was like nonstop at some point discussion of Prince Harry's penis. Um, because he, uh, uh, got frostbite in Antarctica right before William and Kate's wedding. Uh, in case you weren't familiar about the lore of Prince Harry's penis. (laughs) Um, and he, they had
0: to have a doctor see it. And that was a whole Uh thing because the Royal family is the whole press situation with them is shockingly bad. I knew it was bad, but it is shockingly Mm -hmm. bad. Um, and dangerous at this point mm-hmm. as we'll get to in a second i mean it was dangerous yeah. before we knew but it's even more dangerous or yeah. it's getting to the same level
1: yeah but i know like a lot of people at the time like when when those excerpts were being released were like why is he doing this yeah and it was like the recognition of like th- there comes a point in every person's like healing of trauma like when you're doing it in a in a good and helpful way that you just overshare
0: you just need to tell people because you've Uh never been able to tell people
1: yes until you start healing
0: and so it needs to get out
1: (laughs) yeah and it, it, it it will it could be some of the most intimate embarrassing kind of things and you just have to make it known yeah um I have experienced this for myself, yep. like on Twitter. like I think of the way that I used to post and talk in like early me being in Star Wars fandom. And I'm mortified. <laughs> same. there's so much that I'm like, why did you talk about that? Yeah. Why did you tell people about that? That's on the internet forever. I, know. I feel the same way. <laughs> it's embarrassing and I bet you at some point in Prince Harry's healing, he's going to look back on that and be like, yeah, okay. I was a little too much, but at that moment, you need to do that's it. What he needed. yeah. He, <laughs> for him? he let,
0: dick. Let him, yeah. you know, they tortured that poor man yeah. in public for his entire life. He yeah. deserves the right to heal in public too. If he wants to mm. do that, mm-hmm. <laughs> like mm-hmm. everybody needs to see this because exposing all of this insane, abusive, just Mm -hmm. horribly greedy and creepy and weird and racist and white supremacist and imperialistic behavior just needs Uh to come out because the monarchy needs to be abolished.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And we had some really, like, insightful conversations about the whole thing, like, right as the book, because we we had a group chat oh, yeah, <laughs> with yeah. other people who were also reading it at the same time, and, like, we were talking about it. Um, I have forgotten a lot of those conversations, which I'm kind of upset about, because they were very good ones. Um, but I do know, like, a big one was just, like, how you can so tell how much he fucking adores the ground that Meghan mm. Markle walks on. He loves that woman. He does. He, he will kill for that woman. Yep. She <laughs> and saved that's hot. him. She <laughs> saved <laughs> him. <laughs> he
0: <laughs> knew he was trapped and he didn't know a way out, and she rescued him. He mm-hmm. is the princess, Pri- the <laughs> prince, <laughs> in, the or princess. damsel in distress. And oh my
2: God,
1: I'm kicking my little feet
0: right now. <laughs> yeah, and Megan is like the knight in shining armor. Like <laughs> her American ass went in there and was like,
1: oh, no, we are not living like this. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> like, th- it, that That reminds me of, like, a TikTok that I literally just sent you the other day that was talking about the concept of, like, not needing a relationship to heal you, but allowing yourself to be healed through mm-hmm. and within a relationship. Because relationships to other people doesn't have to be romantic. It can be platonic and familial and mm-hmm. whatever it is. Like, connection between people is so integral to healing yeah because usually it's
0: integral to the trauma it's like you have to unlearn how to be with people Uh in order to like practice that behavior and so that's part of yeah that's totally part of it
1: and to just see the way that his mindset Shifts mm-hmm. when finally someone loves him unconditionally and wholeheartedly. Yeah, and that's and really sees fucking him. Well, and they actually, see maybe each not unconditionally, other, but yeah,
0: yeah, like yeah. both seeing each other is like yeah, that's so powerful. And that's what oh, oh my god, that documentary just like you, oh, you could see oh, that so in the documentary, and it was just so beautiful and like touching. Mm-hmm. And it was like mm-hmm. I was so emotional over their relationship, and I'm so glad that they dedicated like a full episode at least to like highlighting like how in love they got to be and how yeah. much they got to enjoy each other and actually like be just like a, a period in time like without all the other nonsense before before all of this yeah. and now they had to run away and protect themselves
1: <laughs> and even then like yeah just kind of veering away from talking about spare and more into current events of uh, the goings on of Prince Harry and Meghan um Megan was recently given an award at, I can't remember the event and I wasn't bothered to look it up. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, but it was in recognition for her work as a woman and and stuff like that. And Megan doesn't come out much anymore. No. Uh, understandably. Understandably. she If she is going to go out, it's intentional. Mm-hmm. Um, and she looked fucking phenomenal at that award ceremony. But it was her, Harry, and her mother, Doria, Uh, in New York City, all attending this event. And she looked radiant Mm -hmm. in the pictures that were taken uh, like right before the event started and whatnot. Um, And also the way he was looking at her was just like, she holds the sun and the stars. I love it. Um, But in their leaving of the event, they were chased for almost two hours by paparazzi through the streets of New York City. Which is insane to me.
0: Uh-huh. Have you ever been like seeing yeah. video footage of New York City at any time? Uh-huh. The streets of New York City at any time like
1: uh-huh. <laughs> Yeah. And people were like, "Oh, it couldn't have been a car chase." Car chases can be slow too. Like just knowing <laughs> Which-
0: that somebody is following you. Yeah. Like and you are trapped. They could get out of the car and come yeah. up to the windows and fucking do God knows what.
1: <laughs> these people were blowing through red lights. They were driving on the sidewalk. So, like, not only could Harry, Megan, and her mom gotten hurt, like, innocent bystanders could also have gotten hurt. For what? For what? Pictures? I don't think it was for pictures. I don't either. Like, especially in the age of fucking social media, mm-hmm. like, paparazzi pictures mean dick-all half the time, right? Mm-hmm. Like, we can get like a single picture of Harry and Megan and have that circulate all over the, it, it's not that big of a deal anymore. What people are speculating is more often than not, Doria, Megan's mom watches the kids. Mm-hmm. Um, and, like, she lives with them and everything. And so there was the assumption, because they were staying in New York that night, that if they were staying in New York and Doria was there, the kids are probably at wherever their private New York residence is. And they were trying to find that yeah. um, because it was undisclosed. But then there's even more iffy shit that like can feel a little conspiracy theory but let's not forget who was the last Royal who was chased by paparazzi through a busy street in the middle of the night. Yep. How did that end for her?
0: Yep. It's happening again. Mm -hmm. And there's no reason for paparazzi to be chasing them (gasps) like that. That's not a thing that happens anymore.
1: And that's not a thing that happens in the States.
0: No, not at that all. That is
1: something that's very important because I do not believe those like people were, if, if they were American, they were not employed by an American company. No. It was absolutely British paparazzi, and we also kind of know this because of the pictures that were taken, because at some point in in the midst of this almost two-hour chase, Harry and Meghan tried to change to a just a random taxi cab mm-hmm. to see if that would help, but they got pictures of them in the taxi cab, which also you can see Prince Harry is recording the whole damn thing. Yeah. Um, and I cannot imagine, like, the trauma response that that is bringing up for literally everybody in that car, but especially for him. Yeah. Um, Thinking, like, oh, dear. Like, I have to imagine, like, what's going through his mind is. Yep. This is it. His mom. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This is it. This is it. Um, And the only publications to utilize those photos of them in the taxi were two British uh, tabloids, one of which was the Daily Mail. Yep. And then they were mysteriously deleted. Yep.
0: When everybody started talking about that, Mm -hmm. it being a connection. Mm
1: -hmm. Mm -hmm. And we also know, we also now know that Prince William colluded with the Daily Mail Mm -hmm. to try and defeat Meghan Markle's court case. Mm hmm. I'll put put fucking shit past these people. I genuinely think, and I don't care if you want to say that I have a tinfoil hat on, I genuinely think these people are trying to take Harry and Meghan's life. Yep. Yep. Because we had also had a conversation of, dear God, what if something happened to all three of them? Yeah,
0: those are the three primary caretakers for the kids. Mm -hmm. So unless, which I believe Megan is savvy and she has legally made other guardians other than just Doria, if something happens to them to to take care of the kids, I think that um, her cousin, no, niece, niece yeah. that she's close to is probably one of them and she probably has several friends on that list too before mm-hmm. they're allowed to be in the royal family and because they were born wait was Archie born
1: in the states? Archie was born in the UK but Lilibet is born in the states
0: well I think they've probably made Archie a naturalized citizen at this point mm-hmm. or are going to um, also his mom is American so yeah how does that work anyway whatever i don't i don't know how like citizenship works and shit but he they're american citizens and so yeah. they yeah there's <laughs> mm-hmm. there's um some some legal rights there that's going to be fucking messy though if something happens yeah. which i god i really hope nothing does i that would be awful i don't mm-hmm. want to put that out there but like mm-hmm. That's just going to be so much money for the royal family to make off of being in the public eye with all of the drama that's going to happen with that. And that's really shitty Mm -hmm. if
1: that's the goal in all of this. Right. Because, like, imagine what they would do to those two kids. Yep. Because, you know, even if, like, even with Meghan being as savvy as she is and probably has all of these fail safes, you know for a fucking fact people are going to be, like, championing the champ. Ning, the royal family mm-hmm. to take these two children yep um yep. and they would use those children like pawns and their nasty little political press game yep. like no other yep and it would Ugh. be
0: harry and williams childhood all over again mm-hmm. most but worst because harry was cast as like the dumb bad kid mm-hmm and because they're,
1: they're already doing kids. that to a four-year-old <laughs> watch the way that media talks about prince louis yeah watch it he's four. <sighs> it's exhausting though i do think that we're in for a very fun um PR battle between uh the Kensington Palace team which is Will and Kate's team and Buckingham Palace which is Charles <laughs> and Camilla uh, we've already seen some of the workings of this at the, the the flower show this big flower show recently that happens every single year I'm not going to pretend like I know UK culture that much to know what this is going <laughs> on um but the Royals go to this event every single year uh and it was not announced that Kate was going And all of a sudden, Kate shows up in the morning where all like these school trips are also there in this bright pink dress so that she's noticed. And all the paparazzi take all their pictures and it goes out to all the newspapers that like to the point that by the time Charles and Camilla showed up later that afternoon and they were the scheduled ones to come. Nobody gave a shit. Yep. There was like three pictures taken of them. None of them were on the front page. The entirety of the front pages were Kate. And if you know <laughs> anything about Charles and Camilla, they're probably livid. And I love that. They don't like when uh, they they hated Diana because she got so much mm-hmm. attention.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I am so glad. Even though I don't like Kate, I do not like her. Um, but I am so glad that forever the Princess of Wales will overshadow <laughs> Charles. <laughs> Doesn't matter who the princess of wales is. Charles is never ever going to be anything compared to her. Oh, I love that. So beautiful. So beautiful. Fucking Charles. Why they is they wanted king? her to channel Diana? They yeah. wanted her and now she is and they don't like it.
0: Yeah, not in the right way though. <laughs> no, god no.
1: Absolutely not. If we want to talk about anybody actually channeling Diana, it's Meghan. Yeah. Yeah
0: now also we didn't talk about spare um, so I do like we haven't done you know I don't yeah like we said we haven't recorded since we've read spare but there is one thing that made me a little uncomfortable about their relationship Mm. in the book and yeah and the whole idea of like Megan like having saved him from his abusive family essentially is that he like had a whole like journey going and experiencing time in Africa (laughs) yeah he had like a spiritual experience and it's just so (laughs) white man of him to be like i had this experience in africa and now i want i like i feel like they're part i'm part of their community Mm -hmm. and i'm sure and you know that's not to you know like minimize any of the relationships he has there because he has like genuine friends like that live there and have built organizations that he has helped fund and be a part of Mm -hmm. and honoring his mother as well Mm -hmm. um but um The fact that he married and fell in love with Megan just feels like a pattern.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, there was a lot of things that made me very uncomfortable with that book, particularly any, the entire like middle section of the book where he's talking about his time in Afghanistan. It's bad. Yeah. All of it bad you can probably skip most of it it's really (laughs) bad but it really does give
0: you insight into like the things that your brain does to let you be in situations like that where you know are horribly wrong or you Mm they're fucking traumatic and those are the things that you have to tell yourself in order to Mm -hmm. (laughs) if you have any kind of like moral conscience like that yeah you know
1: well, and I think it accidentally ends up being a commentary on how well military infrastructures prey on traumatized children. Yep. Right. And also like, brainwash
0: and uh-huh. their soldiers and especially – and because of traumatized children being particularly vulnerable to mm-hmm. authority and mm-hmm. grooming and abuse, continued abuse.
1: Like I know it's a pretty normal thing for like members of the royal family to join to various – branches of the armed services but if I remember correctly and I might be misremembering because like I said it's been months since I've read this book like it was encouraged to him to join the army because it would give him a semblance of structure yep and that is something that traumatized people desperately need mm. in order to create the stability that they need to be able to go on effective healing journeys. And unfortunately, this was the structure that was provided. And we had a lot of um, really good conversations <laughs> about how we hope eventually he will continue going to therapy and eventually get to a place to realize, like, the army traumatized the fuck out of him, too. And yeah. they used him just as much as his family did. Yep. Um, but he's not in that kind of space yet. He yeah. is still in the space of the army saved me. Yeah.
0: Which I understand. Like, mm-hmm. I get that. That's the
1: thing for a lot of people. Yeah.
0: Yeah. That's why the, it's complicated to talk about mm-hmm. it. I hate and hope that we see the downfall one day of the military industrial (laughs) complex, but I also know that it is a lifeline for a lot of people to escape abusive and horrible home situations and poverty. And Mm so Mm -hmm. just like policing, same thing. They prey on people that Mm -hmm. are susceptible to being brainwashed. It's like, and not just brainwashed, but needing that kind of structure and camaraderie, a gang. Yeah 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 <laughs> pretty much yeah people kids don't join gangs because it's like oh i want to be a gangster it's because uh-huh. you need to survive and you need people because you don't have a home that's safe <laughs> and you don't have people you can trust or rely mm-hmm. on so mm-hmm. you find people to rely on and sometimes it'd be gangs
2: mm-hmm.
1: Um. is there anything else Royal family wise, I don't think so. Uh, I mean, the coronation happened. <laughs> We've totally forgot. <laughs> we overshadowed Charles's big moment. <laughs>
2: it, it happened. Coronation
0: happened. It was boring. It happened on an eclipse weekend, which mm-hmm. astrologically mm-hmm. usually means it's like going to be. I don't know.
1: There's. It's not. not great. It's not auspicious. I'll just say that. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> I again to go back to Prince Harry. I loved that he went. He did his little son <sighs> duty. He was there for like the two hours of the coronation and then literally got on a plane in his his wedding attire <laughs> tux <laughs> to go back home so he could be home for his son's birthday. That is like yeah. so sexy, first of all. Yeah. Second of all, <laughs> fuck you, Charles. <laughs> You're not important enough. Um, and you knew it was my kid's birthday and you planned this anyway. Right? Mm hmm. And good for Megan for not going. I'm so glad that she didn't oh, go.
2: Same.
1: But that was also the thing is, like, the fucking Royal Rhoda was like, if Megan comes, that will be disrespectful. And then so she's like, okay, cool. I'm not coming. Mm-hmm. And then they're like, it's disrespectful <laughs> that Megan didn't come. It's, what do you want from her? It's so transparent. <laughs> so uh-huh. transparent of what it really is. Then there was the whole debacle of, like, they didn't wear tiaras. Um. It was they They were in, like the all the royal women were told that they can wear tiaras, which is this is a this is a tiara event. Yeah. Um, which like as a tiara loving bitch, I was very <laughs> upset about um, like, fuck these royal people, but their jewelry is really pretty. And I like to look at it. Yep, yep. <laughs> um, but there was talk of like why that was a thing. Uh, part of it could have been like Camilla wanted to be the only one to shine. Like that was part of the gossip. The other part of the gossip was if Megan did come, Megan was more than entitled as a duchess to wear a tiara and they did not want Megan to wear a tiara. I feel like so. That's... They went with the floral headpiece thing, which Kate's ended up looking kind of like a floral tiara. I actually really liked it. Um, but that was just interesting, interesting things. Mm. I know which one I think it is. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Uh Uh I think it's a little bit of both. I think it's a little bit of both uh, because Camilla wants all eyes to be on her uh, and that's not working out well for her. And also she doesn't like Megan. Yeah, that's true. So, yep. Yeah. I don't have that much more energy for Taylor Swift anymore. Uh, (laughs) I have her on the list of like, I wanted to talk about like all of this shit with her potentially dating Maddie Healy, who is just a racist piece of garbage. Um, I don't have enough energy for it anymore. (laughs) That's fine. I think we're getting kicked off of
0: our recording time. Apparently you have to pay for more than two (gasps) hours now.
1: What?
0: Yeah. So we have five.
1: I don't
0: know, but we have five minutes remaining unless I upgrade. (laughs)
1: Fuck that. Okay, well, um, I'm annoyed with Taylor Swift. Let's leave it at that. You are who you uh, choose to keep in your company and who you choose to keep in your company says a lot. And that's all I have to say about that. Yep. Um, the new Zelda game is out. Uh, I love it so much. The tears of the kingdom are mine own. Uh, <laughs> I love this game. I am fully back on my uh, Legend of Zelda bullshit. This is a um, an unusual, not an unusual, but like, not talked about hyperfixation for me a lot. So when it comes back up, it makes me really happy.
0: <laughs> I wish I could enjoy it. I'm so bad at it. I'm so yeah. bad at Breath of the Wild.
1: I'm so <laughs> bad oh, at it. No. I've been trying yeah. to pl- I've been
0: trying to finish it for like two years. Mm. Like it's just it's fine. I'll get there eventually. We'll see. Maybe I'm just really bad at video games. Anyway, um mm. uh hope you enjoyed this random selection of topics episode yeah. of of, <laughs> of abby and jess's facetime podcast. <laughs> abby and jess should
1: have just facetimed the podcast
0: <laughs> that's our episode title yeah yeah um thanks for being here um you can follow us on lbt pod on twitter mm-hmm. um space just for me i'm on blue sky now so if you're
1: where's my invite
0: they haven't sent one me sent one to me yet maybe i should tweet like make a i should tweet it or tweet god Uh, so stuck in (laughs) our fucking cultural vernacular it's so annoying um i don't know what they're called blue skies Mm. whatever i'm not on it i know i (laughs) i should ask somebody on there for some invites for my podcast
2: (laughs) (laughs) i'm a white man i'm (laughs) i have have
0: a podcast and i want to try to promote it like can you send me some invites and i'll like do some shit on your platform no we're not doing that i don't care sorry no invite for you
1: (laughs) great um i'm still on twitter i'm abby i'm cecilia and that's pretty much all you can find i don't use other social media except for tiktok um but then it's just to scroll on tiktok so yeah you have some you have some videos on there Yeah, I have a couple here and there.
0: But social media exhausts me now. (laughs) Yeah, same. I only Uh, have energy for Twitter. And I bear and I barely have energy for Twitter. Uh huh. Absolutely. I am actually really upset that you're not on Instagram as much as you used to be because there's so many good memes and I have to screenshot them every time I see them, <laughs> and, send them and text them to you, which I do. I'm fine doing that because I want you to see them. But I'm also like, Abby, just get back on Instagram. I, uh, no, it's, it's so much. I understand. So much. Don't do it. Don't do it. <laughs>
1: um, if you want to hear like certain topics from us, feel free to let us know because otherwise we'll continue doing this kind of shit. <laughs>
2: yeah. Yeah
1: i mean and also don't expect
0: another episode from yeah. us like regularly again this is there's a lot going on
1: um uh-huh. we only have so much energy and this is this is it <laughs> and we now only have so much time because then wants us to pay them money and absolutely not so yeah bye <laughs> <laughs> this is the end of lousy beautiful town go fuck off <laughs>